Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss ho 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 oh no not I can't do it masculine father Christmas Merry Christmas to all our queer families out there welcome back to some families for this incredibly special and fabulous Christmas episode happy Christmas everybody and hello we have actually missed you And the good news is we are working hard to bring you a second season, which will be coming in the new year with some amazing guests. Newsflash. We've started recording some episodes and we've got some very, very special guests. So please watch this space for our coming episodes in the new year. We'll be including some Aunt Sally moments, you know, those awful people that you meet out and about who ask you just the most impertinent questions, who make a rather grand appearance at Christmas, I tend to think. Although, actually, this Christmas, with the limit on family members mm. you're able to see, maybe you don't have crusty old Sally sitting on your sofa, munching her quality streets, moaning about gays kissing on the telly at Christmas <laughs> while she sits there in front of you and your children. So true, yeah. We're back. We're back in the studio after so long recording on zoom and only seeing each other on screen we're we're in the same room we're socially distanced but we you know we're 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 vibing off each other it's nice it feels wonderful but I've noticed I keep looking at my laptop and not not actually at you (laughs) because it feels like you're coming to me through the computer but you're not you're a real life person I mean I can't quite touch you because you are distanced from me but at least we are in the same room such a treat so how are you doing Lottie how have things been well I mean what a year obviously I won't bore you with the mundane details of our of our various challenges and struggles over this year but on the whole things are great and actually Christmas has come early for the Jeffs family because well in this period of time between lockdown we actually were able to go on a business trip Mm. an essential business trip because my wife and I are both journalists we were invited on a business trip to Lapland shut up Mm -hmm. no way so we were reviewing a hotel oh. in Lapland and we were able to take our daughter because she was actually oh modelling for the, the hotel and no the images way. that were taken. And so we all went off on this COVID secure family business trip to Lapland and we met Father Christmas. No. Mm-hmm. We no. met the real guy. And the good news is, Stu, I asked him. Yes. And you're all on his good list. It was an amazing (laughs) privilege. We were really, really lucky. It was just a weekend. And do you know what? Lapland, obviously, 
you all know, I'm sure, is in Finland. And the Prime Minister of Finland, a woman whose name escapes me, but she's rather glamorous, I must say, and young, she was raised by two mums. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. But everybody there was, like, super open-minded. You know, we were literally in the middle of nowhere in this lodge, in the middle of a snowy forest, not far from Father Christmas's actual log cabin. And it, it was like, oh, great, you know, two mums and a kid. Everybody just so got nice. it. It was it was so nice. Because sometimes when you travel and you go to places mm. that feel quite remote, you do worry that you're oh, going to you be Oh, you worry all the time, wherever you go. Yeah, and actually it was somebody that worked in the lodge that came up to me and said, oh, you know, in Finland, our prime minister, she had two mums. And I thought that was, was that really... Finish? Was that, that was my... I did, I, do you know what? I could have really gone there with the Finnish accent. And as I was starting to do it, I was like, no, rein it in, Lottie. Don't do the full Finnish accent. But yeah, he said that to us, which felt like a really nice and inclusive thing. And I also just learned that the writer of the Moomins... Yes. Tove Janssen. Oh, very well done uh, on that pronunciation. She also was a lesbian and she's a famous Finnish writer. So wow. I'm just going to say Finland is the lesbian capital of the world. You heard it here first. Forget Key West. Forget, Lesbos. Um, Lesbos. I'm going to call it and say Lapland. I mean, it, it's called Lapland. <laughs> I'll just leave that. I'm just going to leave that just there. Just going to leave that there. How are you, Stu? Amazing. I'm sorry. I know you haven't been on any <laughs> glamorous business trips. But... I'm very upset that I didn't get to go. And actually, this year is the first year in a very long time that I've not been on an aeroplane. So I'm dreaming, not of a white Christmas, but of a white sandy beach. (laughs) I keep having this fantasy about going on this wonderful beach holiday. But those days are kind of long gone because as I've experienced on the trips where when we just had two children, Mm -hmm. it's stressful enough, Mm -hmm. let alone three. We've had a great year. We were hoping, not to bring a downer on the Christmas spirit of things, but we were hoping to have our youngest son's adoption finalised by now, Mm -hmm. and we don't. It was due in the courts in early December, and due to an admin error. Oh, no. Which... Oh my God, that's so frustrating. Pass me the gin. Yeah. Due to an admin error, it got adjourned. And so it's not taking place for the new year. And it's just added another layer of stress because this time last year at Christmas, we were in the, at this exact time, we were in the process of desperately trying to get him home. Yes, Before Christmas. And then he arrived home just in time for Christmas. And now this Christmas, it would have been nice to have had everything finalised for him to legally be in Oakley with us. But sadly, that's not been the case. But nonetheless, he's with us. He's gorgeous. I love him. He's part of your family. A bit of paper doesn't change anything. A hundred percent. So I can't wait for Christmas with them. I'm so excited, actually. I'm excited for Christmas this year, too. But I think for lots of queer people and queer families, Christmas is a complicated time. And especially when you're you're kind of having to come up close and personal with people from your wider family who you maybe avoid most of the year. As we said, thanks to COVID, there's maybe less of an opportunity for those mm. um, those sort of encounters. You I know, think this year in a whole has been really hard for queer people. Yeah. More so, I mean, let's face it, it's always a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. But I think especially this year with lockdown, there's been a lot of people, especially young people who have really suffered. I mean, Dustin talked a lot about it and his concerns when we spoke to him earlier in the year about the teens out there that are effectively locked in with potentially Mm. homophobic parents or families or people who don't understand them. And I'd imagine that's going to be even more heightened this Christmas. Yeah, not not having a a club or a bar or a youth group or anything to be able to escape to. 
So obviously we are not experts. So if you are struggling and if you do need to speak to somebody or seek some advice, there are some amazing support networks out there. There's the LGBT plus switchboard, which you can find online. And also Mind, I believe, have some amazing resources as well. And then also Stonewall posts a lot of links and a lot of support networks. So please, please reach out to somebody. Honestly, you will feel a hundred times better if you speak to somebody and a problem shared is a problem halved. So Christmas can be a really difficult time for lots of queer families. Stu, what would what would your advice be to people who are maybe having to come up close and personal with members of their wider family who perhaps don't understand their family dynamic or support it? God, that's a really hard one. I mean, apart from speaking to those organisations who can offer, obviously, professional help, I would say, I always say seek out, try and seek out other like-minded people that you can potentially speak to. And whilst you need to be incredibly careful with social media and people you're speaking to, I think that there are some really safe spaces online where you can meet fellow queers who are either in the same position as you or have been through what you've been through. And as long as you're being safe and you're using one of the safe spaces out there, I would say that is potentially a tip I would give. I'm not a professional. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, in my experience, I'd suggest, like, literally keeping your distance from people. You don't, you don't have to sit next mm. to or talk to or engage with the person that you know has a problem with you and your family. Mm. You don't, and I think sometimes we feel like a duty to try and fix it or change someone's mind. And, you know, sometimes it's just not worth the expenditure of your emotional energy and actually just remove yourself from the room. Don't sit next to them. Don't engage mm. with them. I think that's okay. Like you've got to really protect yourself and your and your family. But something I was thinking is that if you're with your kids and your your partner and you're in a, a family Christmas situation and someone calls into question in front of other people and specifically in front of your children, if somebody calls into question your your family and its validity, then I absolutely think you do have a responsibility to to set them straight, for want of a better word. I think when your kids are there witnessing it you can't just brush it off because then they'll learn that that's what you do and and mm. I think becomes learned behavior yeah I think yeah. you do need to to correct them and show your child that you're proud and that mm. you're willing to you know explain to someone what yeah what the truth of your family is and I think depending on the situation you're in as long as you feel safe mm. in the situation you're in I mean physically safe to do so I think this year, the one thing that has really educated a lot of people, especially with Black Lives Matter, is you need to stand up to people and you need to point out when what they say, especially actually if they're saying it in just an off the cuff way, mm. you need to call them out on it and you need to say, that's not OK. You don't speak about someone like that. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about people in that way. And that's not okay. Yeah. Because that whole idea of, oh, they're just old. Oh, it's the older generation. I think people are just like, it just, it just doesn't fly anymore. I agree. And people need to call out casual racism, call out casual homophobia. Mm -hmm. Also, something I've been thinking about is the fact that when often when we return home to like our family home or with our elders, we can quite quickly revert to being the child again. And I think it's really important to remember that 
we're grown-ups now mm. and we have our own families and that we don't have to feel like we need to please our mm. parents or our wider family in the way maybe we did when we were a teenager and if you're really really uncomfortable somewhere you can leave yeah like to just remind yourself of mm. that like you don't need to be in a situation where you feel unsafe yeah. or unseen even you mm. can just get up and go even if it feels awkward at the time you know maybe it's the right thing to do for your family so I think kind of remembering that sense of agency is also also really important and you know if you don't get on with your family, if your family haven't welcomed you and your kids and your partner into their lives, then just make your own traditions. Mm. You know, start again. How lovely to, yeah. to have that opportunity. I mean, queer family traditions as well at Christmas is quite an exciting thing as well. Mm -hmm. Like many things in our life with our families, we get to almost set the rule book and, and make up our own rules and do our own thing. Mm -hmm. Have you got any Jeff's? It doesn't have to be queer, Gay but what Christmas are your like, yeah, what are your your Christmas traditions? I think we're quite kind of new to thinking of ourselves as our own family, as autonomous to our wider families. So we're we're quite new to it. I don't think we do anything particularly gay. Uh, at Christmas <laughs> other than just being like you don't get up and dance to Christine and the Queen yeah but I always I mean I, I always <laughs> do that anyway so it's not even festive this is quite gay anyway a Christmas it? is the gayest so thing in the world it's actually the other way all the heteronormative yeah stuff suddenly it's suddenly okay suddenly become queer at Christmas yeah but something we've talked about before is like queering kids toys and, and presents mm. and we spoke before about how I bought two packs of Sylvanian families and yes created a two dads family and a two mums family out of it so I think doing things like that and buying books that support and celebrate gay families is is a really nice thing to do totally which leads us on to giving and receiving oh hello <laughs> no listener <laughs> no a presence so we have our favorite thing which is books I mean I don't know if you know listener but Lottie has written a book. So she is an author. Thanks for bringing We that have up an author again. in the room. Thank you. And this is also a little precursor to something that we're planning to do in series two, which more information will follow. But we're planning a book special, Lottie Jeffs, where we spend we a whole hour and a half talking about Lottie's book. <laughs> no, <laughs> my dream country. <laughs> No, she's done enough of that, listener, we're not um, doing that. But no, we have some lovely books from some amazing publishers. Yeah, should we go through them? Yes, some queer family Christmas books. And while you do that, I'm just going to pop open okay. Oof. Oof, a bit of Christmas spirit. Okay, so the first book we have is actually written by a, a guest of ours from series one, Riyadh Caliph. And I would say that this Ooh. is a great book to buy a young queer boy, teenager or trans boy who is just coming to terms with their gender and sexuality. Mm. It's called Yay, You're Gay, Now What? It's a gay boy's guide to life. It's got a lovely cover. It's really easy it's to read. Pink, very digestible. And I think it would make I think it would make a lovely present. Do you think it would make a good you've read it, haven't you? Yes. I've not read I've had it. a I've had a flick. I didn't go into depth with the information about pre cum, etc. <laughs> but I Pass me the book. <laughs> never knew that that was a thing see until you've just learned recently. you've been educated yeah, through the book because what i was going to say is do you think actually this would be a good present for a parent of a queer child to read possibly a queer teenager, yeah i think it would so be. that they can understand them a little bit more yeah i mean honestly Riyadh's photos in this are quite incredible yeah it's a lovely book that is published by oh francis 
Francis Lincoln. So that's Lovely. available in all good bookshops. Tick, I'm putting that in my bag. An idea for something to buy perhaps your partner or a grown-up in your life that's um, interested in queer families, trans parenting is Alexandra Hemsley's new book, mm. Somebody to Love. It's a family story. I've not heard of her. So hopefully we're going to get her in, on the show next <gasps> season. Her husband transitioned. So the, the news that her husband was going to transition was delivered while their baby slept quietly in the next room. So I think a really fascinating yeah. memoir. So we have two, so Little People, Big Dreams. I love that series. Have you got any of them for your kids? Yes, we've got lots of them at home and I love them. But I think these are two fairly new ones that look rather excitingly, especially the Elton John one. <laughs> look at this. It's sparkly jacket, sparkly glasses. It screams Elton. And I always love the illustrations in these books. They're always They're so, so beautiful. Nice. But this one particularly, I think, is absolutely stunning. So there's one on Elton, and then there is another one on Billie Jean King. Oh. The lesbian tennis pro. So it's her story, which actually, I must admit, I don't know her life story. Well, there so you go. Very I'm bite read size. This. You'll probably get through that in a matter of. I know. I'm going to read this days. now while you talk about the other one. Okay. So we have a couple of other books we're whizzed through. One is called Loud and Proud LGBTQ Speeches That Empower and Inspire with a foreword by Peter Tatchell. That looks like one for your activist. Uh, teenager in your life for smaller people is the a the abc of equality so just to open it at random m is for multicultural we are a world of many oh. t is for transgender you know best who you are lovely oh, this is the sort of really book that makes lovely. me cry and when that I is read a proper that is a proper young hardback yeah book that is that lovely, lovely. written and by Stu chana janelle ewing Okay, so Queer Heroes, this looks like a super fun book. This is meeting 53 LGBTQ heroes from past and present, written by Arabelle Sicardi and illustrated by Sarah Tannett-Jones. And it's a really fun front cover. It's got loads of different queer heroes in. It's a very vibrant and fun book full of information. Oh, Kristen Stewart, my old friend. It's opened on her. So yeah, really. Of Twilight fame. Yeah. Why Haven't I told you my friend? Oh, have I not told you my Kristen Stewart story? No, but please tell me and the listeners. I basically now. went on an incredibly wild night out with her once. Well, I interviewed her for a cover of a magazine, and we really hit it off. Hung out with her a bit in LA, and then when she came over to London for um, a Chanel party, I was at that Chanel party because I was Clank. there. Oh, sorry. What was that? A name Just drop. Just Lottie dropping. Uh -huh. Brands and names all over the floor. Do you want the story or not? I do, I, I do, stop? I do, I do. We went to this party. I was editing Elle at the time, so I got invited to the party. Uh, a completely different world from my world now, by the way. And yeah, we just hung out. And then we went on like this kind of rampage around London together with her security detail and publicist. Do you know what? It was the night of Brexit. It was the night that Brexit was like the the, vote. the vote yeah. the the results the of the referendum came yeah. in, because I remember being in the back of a car at like four or five a.m. with Kristen Stewart and being like, "Oh my god, Brexit's happened!" and then trying to explain to her what Brexit was, and then being like, "I have got to go home now." She was really nice and normal, and hopefully she will be on the show when she has her own queer family yes. one day. And finally, Stu, do you want to tell everyone about this one, which I think is <gasps> going to be your favourite? Well, it's pink, and it's beautiful. Pass it over here, Lottie. Hang on, I've got tangled go. in my wires. Wow, Princess Kevin. So Kevin is a princess. Others may laugh, but Kevin does not care. Kevin is a princess, and that is that. Well, listener, 
I think you get the gist and I think you get the fact that this is a beautiful book. I would actually love this as well because obviously my son loves dressing up in his princess dresses. Oh, he'll probably love it. It'll be really nice and validating for him. Yeah, I think he'd love this. And I have one to bring to the table as well that was sent to us. It's High Five to the Hero, 15 classic tales retold for boys who dare to be different. It's all about breaking down that toxic masculinity from an early age. And it's about teaching young boys, which I would definitely love to read to not only my boys, but to my daughter about how they can be brave and powerful in so many different ways. So I'm very excited for this book. And I think that's a definite one as well. So there you go. That's your Christmas list sorted. We have got a treat for you this episode. We dropped into the London Gay Men's Chorus rehearsals. I was so excited because what says Christmas more than a group of gay men in one room singing Mm -hmm. Christmas carols? I mean, honestly, what a treat. So here we go. It's our first like live roving report that we've done. We got out and about. We got out and about. So let's go live, or not so live. Let's go (laughs) over to... Retrospectively. (laughs) Retrospectively. Go back to... To the London Gay Men's Chorus. Singing some special gay-friendly Christmas songs for us. I'm Simon Sharp. Here we are at the Actors' Church in Common Garden, and I'm the Artistic Director. My name's Jez, and I'm one of the tenor ones. My name's Sam. There are 200 of us in the chorus itself. And they are they're just like a big family. My name's Paul Lancaster, and I'm a tenor one, and um, I've been in the chorus for 19 years. Yeah, the London Gamers Chorus is a is a huge family, really. I mean, it's an organisation that, you know, is ultimately a performance group, but the the group is mostly kind of the glue is the, is the community, and there's some really special friendships that are that are born there. I am a dad for many many years. I've got three children, three grown up children, two boys and a girl. Oldest boy is nearly 34. Uh, second boy is 30 and my baby girl is 26 now. So you're about to hear a, a, a Christmas classic called Coming Out on Christmas. And we'd like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas from everyone at the London Gamers Chorus. Merry Christmas! Here we go. Have we got it? Then I'll drop a subtle mention Lovely tree and by the way Some of my closest friends are gay That should do the job okay When I come out on Christmas Day Oh, oh say can you see my parents have a cow or perhaps if fate is kind they'll insist that they don't mind then they'll say we always guess after all look how you're dressed seven earrings in each ear we're not quite that dense my dear 
Sunday the 20th of December at 7.30pm and you can watch their fabulous Christmas performance for free. Uh, the link is in our bio, so go and take a look. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, that was so good. I loved it. I am feeling so festive now. I mean, it also helps that I was trying my fiery whiskey Christmas spirit during that. I'm now going to pop open... Ooh, that's too small a glass, Lottie. Too small a glass. <laughs> we need a bigger one. So we know you may be listening to this podcast at the beginning of the day on your way to work, sipping a latte or a frappuccino. But we, dear listener, are recording this podcast after sundown. And that means one thing to parents everywhere. Alcohol. 
Mm-hmm. We are soaked in gin. We are soaked. We are dripping. <laughs> it is coming out of our pores. Listeners, <laughs> please drink responsibly. But it gave us the idea that we always like a tipple on the show, Lottie. We do. We always like to have a drink. That we should do something on the show and call it Mother's Ruin, where we have something every week. But then we don't want to be heteronormative. No, no, no. And we want to be inclusive to everybody. Yes, yes, yes. So scrap Mother's Ruin. We are having a sip of our parents' ruin. You may like to rethink the time of day that you listen to this podcast so you can join us in a drink. But today... We are having our delicious Christmas tipples. So we've got three drinks in front of us from Not on the High Street. Love Not on the High Street. The ladies there are fabulous and treated us with these glorious drinks. You know, I didn't even know Not on the High Street did alcohol. Mm -hmm. They do. I'm very excited by that fact because whenever I'm ordering my personalised knickknacks, I can order a bottle of gin. (laughs) Personalised. (laughs) Okay, Lottie, which should we start with first? We have... What have we got? We have a quarantini with all profits being donated to NHS charities. Oh, good. Fabulous. Round of applause again for our NHS charities. I've missed standing outside doing that. I do it. I still do it every Thursday. Although I hated it towards the end, mostly because it just meant having chit-chat with the neighbours that I just couldn't be bothered with. I think we should start with a quarantini. I'm all for that. Okay. Oh, I just splashed a bit over the mic. Glug, glug, glug. Glug. Wow, are you supposed to pour that much i don't care it's christmas cheers merry christmas merry Merry christmas Christmas to you and your beautiful family lottie can i just say how nice it is to not be on zoom oh my god so nice although it is a bit disappointing i can't just mute you (laughs) or leave the room immediately as you often do yeah okay bye now good night bye (laughs) lottie's gone she's left us it's the equivalent of a french exit on zoom always always hover your finger yeah. Over the leave button or end button. Yeah. I think everybody has learned that trick now. Um, you know, it was so nice for me to hear the gay men's chorus because normally myself and my harem of gay male friends <laughs> go out and sing Christmas carols Aww, together every Christmas. And so they, nice. I mean, I just go along because I love watching them sing because they yeah. get so into it and they have got booming baritones and they really, really go for it. Wow. Um, I, we I, went, would know, I would be no good then. Well, you've got a lovely voice. It doesn't matter. It's very high. But that's needed in an ensemble. Stu, Mm. I realised that earlier I didn't ask you about your Christmas traditions and what you do in your family. I had noticed. No, I know. Sorry. So I'm just going to sit here bitterly drinking my Christmas in a bottle. I'm going to try it. Hang on. What's it like? Oh, that is very strong. Is it sweet? Oh, I like that. You should try that one. Okay. So my family traditions, we have the the Christmas family tradition that I think the majority of other families have, which is the elf on a shelf. Do you do elf on a shelf with your daughter? I don't even understand what it is. I I almost think if you haven't started it, just don't. Right. Why? Because everybody who starts it, although having said that, the joy on the kids' faces is amazing. Can you just backtrack and tell me what it is? So those who don't know... Elf on the shelf. The basic premise is you buy this elf, which is super cute. It's little with a little red like outfit on. And then magically he appears somewhere in your house on December the 1st. And you and there's a little picture book that can go with it. And you give him a name. So ours is named Edwin after my granddad, who's sadly no longer with us because he's Edwin the elf. And he basically pops up every single day but does very mischievous things. So, for example, like the other day, I needed to get rid of some of our dead roses that were in the vase, but the kids did not know they were dead. They just saw them as flowers. 
So I decided in the evening, I literally ripped up these roses through the petals all over the house and then sat the elf in the middle of the floor with half the bunch of flowers. The kids got up in the morning. They get up excited every single morning. So it's like Christmas morning every single morning. And they get up and go, let's go find Edwin. Where's Edwin today? Because every oh, day is something okay. different. And every day he does something every else Every day naughty. he does something. He's either somewhere, he's either done something naughty or he's done something funny or he's just in a really unusual, strange place. So you can just, you can just have a lot of fun That's with it. That's cute. I and like the idea that. is, and my favourite thing about Edwin the Elf mm. is that every night he goes home to Father Christmas and tells Father Christmas how you have been doing. Which is the beautiful oh, thing about I see. it. So it's because of... Edwin's always watching. I think you can almost buy Edwin CCTV cameras. There's not Edwin. But hang Elf on. on the shelf CCTV if cameras. He's so as badly well. behaved. Why, I did what, think about that. There was a about? chink in the in the story. I was thinking mm. that yesterday when because this morning actually I put him on an empty bottle of wine and I pretended that he drank all my wine. <laughs> Shouldn't he be doing really good stuff and showing and setting a good example? He does. You can don't do... mean to undermine yeah. the whole concept okay. of Elf on a Shelf. Maybe tomorrow but... I'll have him like donating to the NHS. So anyway, this morning I was actually sewing up Edwin's arsehole. What? Wait. <laughs> Just to throw that one out there. What the <laughs> blazes happened? I decided to put Edwin in our Nutribullet. What? That was my husband's reaction. And I said, no, 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 no. I'll put him in the cup and... And I'll use one of the cups that doesn't have the, the blades in it. And I put it on the Nutribullet. So when the kids got up in the morning, they saw Edwin in the Nutribullet. And they were mm -hmm. all laughing. Daddy, how are you going to do your shakes? Oh, blah, 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 blah. They found it hilarious. When they, one was at nursery, one was at school, one was having a nap. I thought I'd made myself a shake. And I noticed how the internal bit. Wait, in had you taken the elf out? I'd taken the elf out. Right. I'd put him to the side. Because that's the other thing as well. They're not allowed to touch the elf because otherwise oh. he loses magic. Oh. So they can't be playing with it all day. So I put him to the side, and I noticed there's a little internal mechanism on the Nutribullet. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, I wonder if he could sit on that, and then he could spin around, and the kids would find <laughs> it really funny. <laughs> and I thought, this is brilliant. Let me test it. And I put it on, and then all of a sudden it just started going. Oh, my God, you shredded an elf. Blood went everywhere. Except it wasn't blood. Stop it's because it. he wears a red felt. Oh, stupid. It had all gone up. He had a gaping arsehole. Oh, no. No. <laughs> all the little little bits inside of him were falling out. Oh, my God. I panicked because I needed to go and get the kids. So I quickly sellotaped him up, put him back in. They would know no difference. And then when they'd gone to bed, I had to basically use my really bad sewing skills to sew up his arsehole. Oh but the operation God. was a success. Thank goodness. And it's all good. So, wow, let yes. that be a lesson to you, listener. Do not try putting your elf in a Nutribullet because it does not end well. <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all day. All my fun is why Thank you so much for joining us on our Some Families Christmas special. We'll be back early next year and you can keep up with what's coming next on Instagram and Twitter at somefamiliespod. Or you can send us an email, somefamilies at storyhunter.co.uk. Lottie, I am so excited about the fact that we have Series 2 coming. Me too. And honestly, I want to say a huge thank you to all the listeners, to everybody that has supported our mm -hmm. little podcast, 
So we want to say thank you for everybody that's listened. Please spread the word. If you can, as a little Christmas present to Lottie and I, oh, yes. our bank details are... No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. No, please go to Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review. Please rate us because it does make a huge difference. And also on that note, May mm. I just suggest that if people are at a loss for what to buy as a Christmas present, that they do consider my book, How to Be a Gentlewoman, The Art of Soft Power in Hard Times. Oh, no, okay, that's enough, Lottie. Um, thank you if, very much. If, if, um, if, if thank I you, listener. Just, I, <laughs> um, so Merry, Merry Christmas to you and your families. Have a lovely, lovely festive period. Merry Christmas. And here to play us out is the London Gay Men's Chorus. Hi, everyone, at Some Families Podcast. It's me, Mrs. Kasha Davis. And Mr. Davis. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. From From our our home home to to yours. Leon here from season one. Just wanted to wish all the Some Families listeners a very Merry Christmas and all the best for 2021. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.